I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The new president's speech was dark and dystopian. I heard it as a howl straight from the white nationalist gut. Its most memorable line was about American carnage, a startling phrase more suited to a slasher film than an inaugural address. Trump painted a picture of a bitter, broken country I didn't recognize. I knew we still had real challenges, ones I had talked about endlessly on the campaign trail, income income inequality, and the increasing concentration of corporate power, continuing threats from terrorism and climate change, the rising cost of health care, the need to create more and better jobs in the face of accelerating automation. The American middle class really had gotten screwed. The financial uh, crash of 2008-2009 cost them jobs and ripped away their security. It seemed like no one was ever held accountable. Americans across a broad spectrum felt alienated from culturally traditional white voters unsettled by the pace of social change to black men and women who felt as if the country didn't value their lives to dreamers and patriotic Muslim citizens who were made to feel like intruders in their own land. Trump was great at rubbing salt in their wounds, but he was wrong about so much. There have been 75 straight months of job growth under President Obama and incomes from the bottom for the bottom 80 percent were finally starting to go up. 20 million more people had health care thanks to the Affordable Care Act, the greatest legislative achievement of the outgoing administration. Crime was still at historic lows. Our military remained by far the most powerful in the world. These are knowable, verifiable facts. Trump stood up there in front of the world and said the exact opposite just as he had throughout the campaign he didn't seem to see or value any of the energy and optimism i saw when i traveled around the country listening to trump it almost felt like there was no such thing as truth anymore it still feels that way hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday ready to do some feedback you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher please uh we got a couple this week uh but you know we can always use more so if you're thinking about it you're sitting at home in the quarantine uh you know thankful if you maybe you're, you're lifting restrictions and you're like i'm still not ready to go out there yet leave us those five-star reviews while you're sitting in the house okay um did i already say the official weapon the official weapon of the show is taser an unofficial sport a bullet ball extreme that excerpt was uh from uh what happened uh the book by hillary rodham Rodham clinton um and yeah i mean I, i cannot sum it up more you know like from the feeling of uh feeling like trump is um uh there is no such thing as truth when he talks um the fact that he literally says the opposite of everything that is true and while and gets patted on the back for being a patriot and loving america when if you look at his entire campaign it's based on saying how terrible america is it's saying america is not great make america great and the only person that can do that is me you know um and so you know that that victimhood of uh that he uses and that you know as she called it the white nationalist gut is where it seems that he speaks from you know because it's all about white people's feelings um you know oh progress is happening too fast isn't that what's really wrong with america you know and i loved when she went down the statistics and was like nah this is what we know to be true and it's not to say that 
all those things are things that we co-sign and are good but it's saying that there's fact and there's fiction so you know for him to be able to say like our 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 uh military is weak and we need to give it more money when we have the biggest fucking military in the world is crazy but that's a thing he routinely says and the thing he routinely does Mm -hmm. that's why he makes up fucking new branches right you know a man who started his campaign based on racism you know calling mexican rapists and shit like that criminals and stuff like that so yeah you know this like to think that you know and i love that intro of that book because she essentially talks about what she this is all going through her head while she attended the inauguration you know so like you know and she was thinking about the obamas and what a slap in the face it was to them and Mm -hmm. all this shit that i felt too you know um and i still remember that that inauguration day it it still feels surreal looking back like uh as surreal as it was for obama to be inaugurated trump's inauguration was as surreal for me like as as far as moments that happened that i just was like i can't i didn't think that our country would ever have a barack obama and if we're being frank i never thought we'd have a trump because trump is literally the worst president of all time and we knew this everyone who knew knew he He would be yes 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 and yes and yes so it's so it's not like so to me it wasn't even the same as if say mitt romney had one after obama uh was elected or something like that's not even the same feeling this was Mm -hmm. a different feeling uh even you know because i've always voted democrat but even when a republican has won it's never felt like this right you don't get the this type of of a feeling and and it was it was like a death Mm -hmm. to be told you know um and i didn't watch it because i you know i didn't care because i was just mad so i just didn't give a fuck i knew it existed yeah i didn't watch it either i I knew it was there you know i knew Mm -hmm. something that happened uh but you know for for me it it was just one of those things to where uh whiteness is going white and that's why a lot of people are angry and rightfully so and still angry to today like i said i'm not as angry as it was before but the anger is still there and i'm still upset i'm still hurt i'm still sad like those feelings will never never go away yeah i think also he's the combination of just decades and decades of right-wing media um becoming its own like its own camp you know and you know i think before on the air i've said kind of like i feel like it started with rush limbaugh and i do feel that way with the new wave like yeah the new wave i think it was like republican am radio becoming bigger and bigger mainstream and then turning into fox news and all this shit that does feel new but really that's just the length of the chain and the lifetime of the struggle and this is just my witnessing of that length of the chain because it actually goes back much much further than that you know um they have always had this their own version of facts and media to justify their mistreatment of everyone who is not a white male correct a a straight white male and so to you know like to me I, i feel like this can't happen without a fox news this can't happen without am talk radios can't happen without um you know uh republican um you know republican politicians who trade on these lies and things of this nature and yeah there is no objective truth for a lot of people because people can't even agree on the facts 
so it doesn't matter if someone went to school and they're a doctor it doesn't matter if they're a scientist uh it doesn't matter what the consensus of scientists say what the consensus of doctors say if there are people who are invested in just feeling like they don't give a fuck about that shit then it's just they just not gonna care you know and i think trump is the ultimate example and the consequence of that because when you have a collection of lies that you've chosen to believe then that means you have to support the person who touts the most lies and you support his lies too and you tell everyone that the truth you know that's why he can go out here and tell everybody he's on that hydrochloroquine or whatever and everyone in you know cnn msnbc uh uh wherever goes hey that that's not good every doctor says that's not good uh everybody that's uh you know um affiliated with any level of science says that's not good we know it's killing people and stuff and yet i don't think fox news is gonna say that's not good you know like they they might say don't use it but they're not gonna say that guy's lying if he was on that he'd be dead they're not gonna say that right because he's not taking it right they're not gonna say that um and no one's gonna say that so in a way it's like they have won that battle and the only way to combat that is uh to be voting november and hoping that that we can get his ass out of here because if not that's it yeah yeah if if he uh and like i said and this is just the way i feel if he wins again i do not know if the country will ever recover within my lifetime i'm just gonna keep that real yeah like like the it might not damage, recover now that and i believe that i believe that the damage that is done is going to take decades to correct if it ever is corrected um a lot of the shit that, that this here now is here the motherfucking stay it's not going to reverse it's not going to go back it's not going to get corrected even if you do get people and vote people in office because shit is law um it's hard to reverse shit and and let's say you do get people in office that will push and push it up the the structure is so stacked now that you got judges that would just vote it down i'm not looking at that i'm not seeing that you know it's 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 designed to where the progress uh that we've had has been taken away and we will never get it back it's it's purposely and strategically designed to be that way and also like the damage that has been done to truth to fact it's killing it hey like you can't recover from that you know that like that thing right there is something that has been done irreparable harm and uh to me i don't know what is next after this you know that's why you have so many people who voted for biden because they just want a restoring to some norms they don't want the huge dreams and the the big fixes that you know you could you want to believe in but people only believe in that during times of prosperity that they can do something even greater and grander than what they already have correct you know pe- people made a huge gamble on the human psyche that well some people made a huge gamble that you know letting the world experience trump would somehow move the world into a utopia of of all this and it just doesn't work that way you know and this this is just what happens uh look at when people are dating right somebody comes out of a bad relationship where they're treated really bad they don't say and now i dream of a blankety blank type of perfect person a lot of times they're just like i want a motherfucker that don't hit me 
i would like somebody that doesn't financially abuse me and shit like that and it's sad because we go look at your low standards having blah 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 but the truth of the matter is standards are subjective so it's what what have you gone through to get you to the point where you're like i would if someone has made you feel like i would be happy with a night's peace then that's what the fuck you're gonna start dreaming of and i think that's what's fucked everything up man like people really are like if i can just get back to like where things were bad but they weren't trending as bad you know it was it was bad but gasoline wasn't being poured on top of the bad that's what you're gonna have people fucking voting for now it's fucked up because you know none of the people that gambled that shit that said oh if we get trump we'll be able to get none of those motherfuckers are around anymore to tell us you know they pop up here and there but they're not saying i was wrong oh no you, you and that's something that uh you will never get a lot of them are wrong a lot of them were tricked a lot of them believed a lot of fake news uh right. that was going out there uh they'll never admit that a lot of them uh uh were led astray and they led other people astray with them um and even now you have a lot of people as dire as everything is now you have a lot of people saying that they you know they won't vote for biden no matter what and i'm like okay but you know that's another thing that's the other cost of having a president that doesn't operate in fact having a republican party that doesn't operate in fact having fox news and all that you also have a bunch of people on the left that don't operate in fact correct you know because it's just it's like i've always said man that shit sets the standard people don't want to admit it but it's just how people work having a fucked up president sets the standard for everything a president sets precedent right just by the fucking fact that they exist and people think they're in charge and 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 you're not gonna get everyone to wake up from that matrix together so you need to put competent people in charge or you end up with shit like it is now butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, let's get into the show, okay? There were people that gave us money. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you today's a new day that's right new day new salary let's get into the people that gave us some money all right everybody okay um we got quite a few people we got a brand new donator from luther luther g thank you luther okay welcome to the party and you can never give too much okay luther you know what i mean never too much never too much noel w thank you rita may rita may c thank you Bomani Jones, the homie. Shout out to him. Nicholas Z, thank you. Laura E. Miss Hathaway, thank you. Olivia from Chicago, appreciate you. Pete B, we appreciate you. Sonya B. Renata M. Black Film Press Comics. David from Brooklyn. Ricky Applewhite, I mean, Ricky A, sorry. 
pretty ricky with the collar uh joanna m my bad uh we got a one-time donation from laura f thank you laura um and then a recurring donation from laura f okay well that's what's up chris d chris from hawaii thank you thank you calfani g appreciate you triangle wine co thank you so much triangle wine co uh brianna f out uh april g you know didn't triangle wine co send us some wine not too long ago Mm -hmm. we went to the uh we went to our uh mailbox and it was just wine in there Mm -hmm. and the the, i'm telling you them people be so envious when we pick up that wine they be like oh y'all got some wine oh let me get some they be y'all they be looking at us like they be looking like y'all get food sent y'all get wine sent like stop looking at my at my mail okay there might be some porn in here what if it's an adam and eve box right uh cory deticula thank you very much for your current donation uh tabitha m thank you as well we appreciate you and uh man this new computer so good i did it all on the computer i had to do my phone oh shit yeah, and it actually showing e- old emails i didn't get loaded on my old phone oh shit zachary ann from january 6th oh we probably missed you Linwood c from january 6th and donna n from january 6th so now shout out to y'all and i think that's tw- january 26 2019 <laughs> we finally got to you so everybody got their shout out all right that's everybody thank you so much whatever you're going through right now for me smile can you just smile for me and the people say oh 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 so much better when you're oh 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 all right we got some five star reviews uh did you go out of the chat Mm -hmm, i'll come back okay we got some five star reviews to talk about okay guys um let's get to those got three of them we got one for blackout tips for movie reviews thank you thank you uh really hadn't had many movies to review since uh the theaters closed down <laughs> right rod and karen is for the babies puffy is good but rod and karen is the best five stars thanks again trey swindu thank you trey thank you five stars for the regular show the blackout tips podcast the best podcast two exclamation points uh by the number j who says karen my 20 month old boy mimics your laugh <laughs> he enjoys it five stars i'm glad uh a must listen from funky fresh with uh five stars of course on itunes i've been listening to y'all for years and this podcast is one of the funniest i don't always agree but i always love hearing your views listen okay not everybody agrees that black lives matter okay so some of y'all <laughs> some of y'all listening you know i guess y'all get a little tight when i start talking about how much black lives matter to me and uh funky fresh you know that i, I, I you know hopefully you'll come around on that <laughs> keep doing what y'all are doing we will keep doing what we're doing okay we will proceed Thank to you. until everybody agrees black lives matter okay we're not gonna quit we care uh the, we have episodes on the w- website theblackouttips.com you can go there you can log in to your account and you can leave comments on the show and let us know what you think about things uh we didn't get any comments on our feedback episode we do it all but we did get have a poll with a comment what was a better cartoon he-man gi joe or thundercats 
thundercats wow 60 percent of the audience agrees with you karen thundercats was the better cartoon Mm mm-hmm 26 percent said gi joe and 14 percent said he man miss barnes says how in the name of cybertron was the transformers overlooked oh i didn't even put it in there because transformers would have won i thought mm. I, I really wanted to go with my b and c level cartoons to see what people uh you know what people was fucking with you know transformers to me is by far and away would have got number one Autobots, Decepticons, Triple Changes, Headmasters, Pretenders, the Transformers was way ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. You know what? Now that I think about it, how can the cinematic treasure known as Transformers the movie be overlooked? Name a movie where you can have the talents of Leonard Nimoy, Orson Welles, Scatman, Crothers, Judd Nelson, and many others all in one spot. Did I do, did I go too in depth? LOL. Nah, Transformers one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. First movie I cried at when I was watching, uh, as a kid. Yes, and I got to see it for the first time when we went to go see it because I don't think I ever had seen the original movie. Yeah, and I was in there quoting every line. You and everybody else, they broke out in song and everything. Mm-hmm. That was my shit. You got the touch you got the power yes that white woman on the other side else was singing her heart out yeah oh man that's my jam i got the interview stan bush one time um all right we got uh, uh episode 2106 a soul glow moment this is when we had our girl jaquetta from the hey you know what podcast on we had a lot of guests this week mm-hmm. very big guest week okay and next week we're gonna have some guests too we got um what's the tea coming on sunday yay and then we got ray sonny coming on monday yay uh brooklyn shoe babe says hair care advice with karen new premium show i loved it (laughs) thank you baby d ramsey says five stars this comedy thruple safe distancing made my morning thanks d Mm -hmm. and miss barn 72 says thank you karen for the advice on 4c hair i swear some days it feels like a haystack on my head Mm -hmm. and i just want to cut it all off and some days i'm like i can make this 4c work yeah and you know what uh i kind of i kind of learned in uh uh, me and uh, roger's mama got a joke you you, your hair you give it a name like because your hair almost has its own personality sometimes because sometimes the way you feel and the way and what it does and how it feels we don't always get along so i mean Sheila, jane whatever you want to call her and be like look you need to get yourself together today and you know sometimes y'all in sync and then sometimes you know y'all don't get along you know mm-hmm. I, gotta sync up i mean i don't know what to tell you <laughs> hold on so what did you name your hair <laughs> or is it like you can't tell you can't say it out loud because you lose all your powers <laughs> i lose my black girl powers I don't and, know. and you know what it's not it's and for me it's not a consistent name oh. you know what i'm saying it's it just whatever name i make up for the day but some people's name is consistent you know they call they call her the same name it's just whatever name pop in my head that's who she is today because she just has multiple personalities because some days my career will be popping and then some days mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. yep so um all right let's see we had episode oh wait the poll the poll for that episode no comments it was just should the swingers club have to shut down during stay-at-home orders yes or no yes well 92 percent of the audience agrees yes they should have to shut down although eight percent is letting a freak flags fly because they say they would not want it to have to shut down okay they are not charging 
and if people just want to meet up and have sex that is their god-given right okay apparently so if freedom of speech in the age of the rona freedom of sploosh uh <laughs> his little rona with you his little rona with everything else that's happening in the room you're not gonna violate my freedoms of spunk karen okay this is my first amendment of rights um all right 2107 was dick dash we had our girl jess wood on yes um uh, she's talking about having sex in the age of the rona mm-hmm. with mask on mm-hmm. not sure how not sure dr fauci would co-sign that one but i don't think he would you know just lives dangerously uh b lynn says hey karen and alex i melt my good smell candles in the candle warmer you can also use a mug warmer where it usually has a setting where you can have it set to shut off after a couple hours they also make candles last longer yeah i used to have a candle warmer Mm -hmm. uh justin bought it for me i hate it it was whack okay number one i need to see my candles with the with i need the flame in my life okay this right here i need this oh, i need the flame mm. we did have one it was secondly just it melts from the bottom yeah it does and it doesn't give the best aromatic feeling right when it's melting from the bottom so i don't like that shit either okay like i'm not in the business of just having candles melting just to melt them i need to see okay um so i appreciate the uh suggestion b land but i found it wanting miss barnes says oh my god jess was a trip she reminds me of my white friend the other white friend that you had that's off the rails but doesn't overdo it too terribly much lol she definitely pops flavors of drip sauce yeah i mean listen jess is a loose cannon she's mm-hmm. lived a life okay she really has um and uh i don't know i just find herself this is the thing i, I talk about all the time man i feel like it's just fucking i don't know if people have this anymore or if we have it but we don't talk about it because it's not the perfect thing to share but like some people just got good hearts and good spirits and shit and, and she gets that off yes. they might not have all the fucking right like woke ass terminology mm-hmm. for every fucking thing mm-hmm. but they right. just a good person correct and you know that's to me that's jess like mm-hmm. you know she she grew up in a um you know surrounded by black and brown people and shit mm-hmm. um but she doesn't like perpetrate or whatever Mm-mm. but she's honest about like where she came from the shit you know that shit she said about the def jam stuff it had me cracking up i didn't even know that but but i remember the jeff jam like era, era. yeah and uh, you know and and all that stuff and sometimes she just says stuff so like casually and off the cuff that um you really can't hate her for it man so mm-hmm. i don't know I, I love jess she just good people agreed raven says i love this episode jess was hilarious but i saw the tyra banks backlash on twitter and i thought some people were nitpicking about some of her past actions and some of it was justified the times she put models in blackface was a hugely problematic thing she never addressed especially since it was done in two separate seasons where she personally oversaw those photo shoots tyra was not the only host but an executive producer of the show actually did have enough power to prevent it and so i've always wondered why how it happened yeah i'm not even gonna knock you raven what i'm trying to say is this because everyone's stuck in the house is why that shit came up Mm -hmm. it's not it's not like this was relevant something happened and we need to go talk about tyra this week it's we're bored we don't have shit to do let's go and someone brings up a random tweet with a video of remember how tyra used to do people Mm -hmm. and that's y'all you know whatever and then that's when everybody goes off and i'm saying that that fucking effect that 
we have to snap to action like you know we have to make her accountable today that's boredom that's not yes, actually that relevant is. to any fucking thing um and that's really what i was talking about i, I don't I, I, it's not a d- defense of the things she did on the show even though to a certain extent the shit is a time capsule it is and there's shit that you that people got away with then that they couldn't do now because we have social media and then society hopefully has elevated to some degree on some of these topics and said these i don't want to see this anymore right but yeah back in the wild wild western days it was like that i've been watching this this uh thing on netflix i finished it yesterday it's uh trial by media it's a series of six different i think george clooney produced it it's six it's documentary series six different very famous public trials that took a place with in the day and the age of the media getting to watch it like courtroom tv stuff like that that, i was walking through and they was covering that stuff i was like god damn i was like that shit sounds terrible and they was like put the cameras in now and the first episode is about jenny jones uh i don't know if y'all remember jenny jones had the um the the lawsuit against her uh her show because she had um uh one of those you know episodes where like someone reveals a secret crush except the crush was a man revealing a crush on another man the man of course who was crushing on the other man was gay the other the man who was getting crushed on was not and it eventually went home escalated until uh the one dude killed the gay man and it was a horrible horrible crime um you you know you see the gay panic defense used mm-hmm. all this shit and then you see jenny jones and them get sued and the thing i kept thinking was like yeah that was because it was the wild wild west that's a literal time capsule moment right and at the time you would go yes jenny jones was way over the line everybody fucking knew it she she should get sued for that that's that's not right but this is before we had those rules in place well this is the reason we have those rules right or the reason that a lot of tv shows change mm-hmm. right so now we look back at it and we're like oh this is this was actually not good but what they don't you know what you can't really put it into a documentary is that when you were alive and you were you know experiencing that it wasn't just jenny jones it was ricky lake it was uh maury it was jerry springer it was every fucking show was was somebody surprised this or clan man talking to a black activist or something mm-hmm. and um i think that's the thing i wanted to express that i was trying to express in the episode when we talked about the whole people trying to retroactively cancel tyrus like yeah y'all don't like there was a period of time when everybody was doing some outlandish shit yes they were and then you find out later like oh that's just fucked up agreed so um all right um let's see um the poll was have you had sex with someone you're not quarantined with during the stay-at-home order karen roderick i'm asking you i mean have you i mean i I mean it's gonna be me and you in here okay so i'm asking you i mean it's weird that you would try to answer this with a question rather than just uh is it something i need to know no some you something i need to know i'm asking you a question (laughs) yes no or none of your business but secretly yes those are the (laughs) options it's just me and you so unless somebody else snuck in here then it's me and you okay my answer is no affirmatively without any level of defense or 
asking questions back or feeling some like i was put on the spot because that's the obvious answer you know like to me it just seems like <laughs> it wouldn't need to be a, a, a whole thing but now that it's become a whole thing it makes you wonder why it was a whole thing in the first place no it's just me and you Mm, interesting mm, that would have been much more convincing a minute or two ago now <laughs> not so much uh the 86 percent of people say no they've only had sex with people they're quarantined with or not at all uh seven percent say yes they have had sex with someone they're not quarantined with during the stay-at-home order mm. only seven percent and another seven percent say none of your business yeah i mean cause but some- secretly yes <laughs> Well, some people might be quarantined with like you know their children or like other family members that they're not intimate with mm. so the uh, so the person that they're intimate with is not actually at the house yeah i believe it i mean i you know i, I listen to podcasts and some people still getting it in you know they just i guess hoping that they're social distancing enough in the week and everybody else in the other house is too and then getting the fucking people gonna people gonna do what they want to do essentially of course i mean the motherfuckers going to the beach motherfuckers are fucking but i don't know i think and it also would depend on the relationship right because if it was i would think it would be easier to justify with someone you trust and you previously had sex with and you think they could they would be safe right as opposed to like tinder because i feel like if a motherfucker is coming over to your house in tinder they coming over to everybody's house during tender yeah yeah they they uh they, they uh i don't know the, the healthiness is not on their top agenda yeah so i feel like you know like if you getting that quarantine in the tender age then they, they are offering the quarantine to many <laughs> many people there is not a lot yes of, you are not special not a lot of discernment happening right now if they they'd like you just right clicking right scrolling everybody or whatever left scroll i don't know which one you know i don't know lila says listen a chick single i'm essential expendable worker i have needs i love my alone time however xnxx and videos can only do so much my mirror bitch wants me to relax relate and release by betrothing ye old phrase by the exquisite easy e find them fuck them and flee he flees besides he better he better risk his life for this pussy what would you do for a klondike bar well let lala uh layla good luck out there okay good luck um you know who are me to judge uh danielle d says hashtag lonely in the rona but your girl has lola you would think with all these mercies my favorite essential workers co-workers i would have a lot of selection but it's morbidly obese no later y'all i don't know what this even meant none of it but it's a morbidly obese no question mark question mark later y'all i don't know brooklyn shoe base <laughs> brooklyn shoe base says i answer no but damn it i wish i could say yes love all my tron- electronics but nothing replaces a real life tone i know man ah i feel like i wonder if people are more pressed now because it's like you can't have sex with other people right when before you could just whenever it happened right like like all these months before was it people that wasn't pressed and it was like whatever i'm not having a lot of sex okay yeah and then it was like but you can't have sex with nobody else you might die and then people was like i really need sex right and it was one of the things you know when you happened upon some sex you were there for it it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a uh 
it's like a a, a diet you know it's like i'm gonna go low carb like maybe you weren't eating that many carbs before but the second you gotta go cold turkey it's like every, everything got a carb in it you know <laughs> everything uh we had episode 2108 white podcasting money uh ebbb says i'm so glad i decided to watch the replay today karen's face when the growl came out was priceless i was not prepared i love a good death growl but i think this is the first time i ever heard death trap is that what we're calling it trapicore <laughs> trapcore i don't know i was not ready that shit took me out pure chaos don't nobody tell the rap rock artist this is a thing they'll take out the guitars and double bass drum pedals and leave us with whatever this cacophony is <laughs> yeah well i just wasn't ready you know i just i, I don't know it just 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 took me out of my space yeah more worried about white people getting a hold of it you know they already got the they already stole rock and roll so be careful and says thought experiment if they were able to show that COVID 19 was infecting only asian people or that it occurred mostly where asian people lived do you think that the freedom crowd would have objected to the mask and social distancing requirements restrictions are only for others if they had showed i remember because because uh, uh trump kept saying it was asian mm-hmm. i don't know if i understand this question if they were able to show COVID 19 was infecting only asian people or that it occurred mostly where asian people live oh the behavior was do deep. you think that the freedom crowd would have objected to mask and social distancing requirements restrictions are only for others i don't think i understand i don't i don't think anything would change if they knew it was only agents i think because i because i don't think the freedom crowd is one that is going to be okay with mask and social distancing requirements regardless right yeah they, they don't care yeah so that's how I, that's how i took the question how'd you take it oh the same because racism yeah they they not uh white so you're gonna get the protests yeah i mean i like if you're saying like the government or scientists would be like only asian people should wear a mask and and self-quarantine and all that shit then would the freedom people treat it differently i think the freedom people would be like they should wear that shit if that's what you mean um and i mean we saw that at first people attacking asian people throughout america like that's not even a thought experiment that was happening yes sir it's why it's so dangerous to call shit the china virus and shit like that right like like they're really attacking people the way that um after 9 11 people started attacking any brown person that looked like they could be from a place where muslim people might exist come on you know beating up the wrong people and shit they not even the same religion they just beating up people so because they don't give a fuck vertigo stark says woo child that coronavirus song was a song i prayed after hearing that and i'm not even religious the devil was definitely all up in that song go on and be great with your lavender <laughs> mm-hmm. i call my father i say call him jesus i love him and praise him (laughs) i don't even know what i did with that uh with that clip i thought yeah that's when you use that clear up you are turning red from your back you gonna be great now sweetheart you're turning red from your back (laughs) oh man that was my jam back in the day but uh (laughs) 
<laughs> the jesus how i love him and praise him um yeah but uh back to back to what we was talking about um um john baby john says as you talked about um as you talked about it i was thinking trump's plan to paint his border wall black is even stupider than you described it no one not only would it be ineffective in the colder months yeah but even in the hotter months i'm assuming the wall be cooler at night oh yeah the duh with somebody didn't think about but yeah yeah because the temperature of the wall gonna drop when the sun not beating it to death yeah it's, a, it's probably what they already do just wait till nighttime across anyway yeah who, who are these people crossing in the middle of the day nobody's trying to walk across t- south texas let alone climb walls don't matter what the color in the heat of the day true monica says rod said well that was a song and i replied out loud in my kitchen was it though i cracked up when rod stepped in the middle and at, stopped in the middle asked karen if she wanted to mosh I, I love the story of the arizona restaurant that won't reopen until disney opens so good to hear that owner be so conscientious and careful also he was delightfully candid and funny well, i want everybody in the country to be that aware yeah oh he was and the video was even more hilarious Mm-hmm. i noticed he messed up his social distancing a couple of times but i'm okay with it mm-hmm. like he, he took yeah he, he had to put on his mask he was like took his mask off for a second yeah he was like i'm serious let me take my mask off he's like wait a minute this is my daughter she take it seriously i gotta i gotta cover my face back up mm-hmm should companies open up before disney opens up yes or no no 15 percent of people said yes 85 percent said no i guess it depends on the company right kim doc says i'm with the pastor open up the governor's mansion since y'all about it like that actually don't want the white house opening because all of them are asymptomatic anyway pass i know i feel like trump got to be asymptomatic the way he just treating it i've always from the beginning i've said that i was like he has to be nothing else makes sense because everybody that he has popped up around have a lot of them have tested positive and Mm -hmm. he is just strolling like nothing happened him and pence it's trying to get up in there to him though uh episode 2109 the doors of the church are closed this is when we had uh uh t with queen and jay on the podcast Mm uh monica says i love the guest on this show I can't wait to add that podcast to my rotation. So good to hear Queen and Jay talk about their experiences in NYC. I'm in Manhattan as well and haven't seen friends or family in months. Most of my family is in Long Island and they're starting to socialize, supposedly with distancing measures, but it doesn't look like that in the pictures. Yeah, I I don't know how everyone's, if you can, obviously, I mean, not everyone can do everything, but if you can, I don't know how the fuck you're not just waiting this out yeah you know what uh because i said online uh yesterday how uh uh we're never going to i'm not going to die trying to get back to normal and now there is there's a new normal and 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 people don't want to accept that things are never going to be back to where they were before like like we're going to have pre-rona and post-rona and we're in post-rona and we're never ever going back to pre-rona never again uh and it's all because of the way the government handled this to the fact that we're never going to go back so for me i've already as sad as this may sound i've already come to the conclusion that there are some family members i may never may never see again because i don't want to be the reason why they die i rather stay in the house for as long as it takes and just let this shit run its course 
than to be in such a rush to run out to what die get sick get be contagious get con- you know Ooh. get it like mm-hmm. I, I maybe this is me but and, and maybe i'm being irrational and illogical and maybe i'm the crazy one but i'm like shit nigga i don't want to die and people and to me when you run out there running to the mall running out you, you you're risking death and if that's what you want to do cool but i i am not willing to take that risk i don't want to be the reason why a loved one or family die and i don't want them to give it to me yeah um i'm trying to so uh, yeah the other thing too i was gonna say i meant to mention this I, I do think it's fucked up when people use that special lens on their camera to make everyone look closer than they are uh, i think it's called a telephonic or tele tele something lens telephoto okay. Okay. lens so some camera people have been doing this and i thought that was, i think that's actually fucked up because they had like a picture of people eating outside in texas at a, at a restaurant on the patio and from the angle and from the way they had the lens it looked like everyone was damn near sitting at the same table and i'm like this is fucking ridiculous those people are gonna fucking like this the, every, they should shut that down and then the restaurant released their own pictures from their like phones and stuff from the you know sit standing close right and everybody was social distancing they were sitting far enough apart they were all sitting outside yeah, why would you do that to the restaurant and so there's a there's something that is a little fucked up with that is because they know how much we're all sitting at home judging people for not social distancing mm-hmm. there is a weird type of like monetization or capitalization on the fact that we're gonna click on these pictures that make it look like they're not doing it so i've become a little bit more discerning in the pictures because like yeah they'll go to the beach but if you use a certain lens everybody's standing together but if you look at like say a picture from the news and stuff you'd be like oh okay these people weren't necessarily on top of each other on top of each other now there are some people who are willfully on top of each other and don't give a fuck but there's a lot of people that aren't doing that you know and i think we need to it, it does make a difference because they're they're plaguing on our uh paranoia at this point mm-hmm. and our fears and that's so fucked up to do that to, to at a time like this you know i think there's nothing wrong with actually i think it's helpful if you show people out social distancing and getting acclimated to the new rules and people are wearing masks and people are staying six feet apart and people are in smaller groups and stuff that's actually good and i think we should show people that you know because you're showing people that hey this this is normal this is okay but the shit that that where it's like almost uh i don't know it's just like they're trying to to traumatize us i don't like that you know and i understand certain shit is just gonna go viral you know if i see another mm-hmm. karen go out here and have a fucking uh, you know uh, uh, get mad because someone asked her to wear a mask i understand that that doesn't represent the majority of people but mm-mm. you know that that's gonna go viral because it's so outlandish some of this shit is going viral and it's not fair it's it's manipulation agreed i'm trying so hard not to judge i keep repeating i'm not a doctor but i also tell myself i'm not crazy for being so careful right i liked when queen said she doesn't care about judging people that made me feel seen yeah i mean so this is another thing um judging people or not judging people doesn't really change anything so like it's really how comfortable are you being the person that judges people agreed unless you feel like it's doing something to your spirit i don't know why you would feel bad judgment in by itself is not necessarily a bad thing you know like sometimes you do people judgment i mean that's what the judgment discernment that's what the fuck keeping us alive you know 
and so knowing someone else is making a choice that you wouldn't make a lot of times um it's not just a freedom of choice act sometimes it is actually a uh logically a fucked up thing that they did so judgment is you know i I think uh sometimes people run away from that word but judging as an act is not necessarily a bad thing you know um and then also some of this shit too is just like um i feel about judgment kind of the same way i feel about when people say uh you know i don't want to wish nothing bad i'm like i don't know how much power you think you have but unless you have like superpowers Uh you wishing death on somebody is not really gonna change nothing you know unless you got like unless you're gonna find out you got the final destination powers which i mean maybe we all should be wishing death that's how we find out we got them i mean maybe unless you grab the hold of the death note yeah like i don't know how like it don't matter that you did that so sometimes i I don't really feel bad about you know being like man i wish this motherfucker would just die the thing for me is how do i feel inside it's not really about that person and if i will impact their life is do i feel good wishing death on motherfuckers you know that's the real question uh i think most of my neighborhood is being careful but there's definitely a consistent group of young people partying next door and gathering with music outside my building i can only shrug my shoulders and hope they're okay eve says i would almost feel bad for karen roman uh i think that's allison roman's uh nickname if these white feminists didn't keep fucking up at this point when they call out women of color for merely existing i don't think it's subconscious anymore it's deliberate they just think that their white woman army will have their back so fuck her bitch yeah um yeah i like i said you know if that's how you feel that's how you feel i just really don't think white people think of us that much i i just don't Mm -hmm. i think i think we like to assign maliciousness to them in a way that um puts us for foremost on their minds like i can't wait to say this because um a lot of time we're afterthought and that's the problem yeah and the reason i really don't believe it is because they know they don't stand up in it Mm-mm. well not most of them most, don't right most of them don't the ones that like tommy lauren will stand up in it and be like fuck you bitches i'm i was thinking about you niggers when i made this post and i hope it does hurt your feelings uh these these women like allison roman this is what privilege does like this yes, is that's the blindness of it yeah this is privilege you aren't thinking about the motherfuckers like it just don't even cross your mind she never even thought about them being asian or none of that shit like that's pro- that's the true privilege is being like you're not even a consideration and like i said i i know how most people think they think the first one is the worst right like oh you maliciously sought me out to fuck with me and i understand why people think that's the worst and that's why they want to assign it to everybody because if we assign the worst motivations to people we can hate them and don't feel bad about it blah 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 whatever uh the second one to me is the worst that's how i'm built the 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 one where you're callously just like fuck them i will i'm not even thinking of them and you didn't even come up in my brain at all when i was saying this stupid shit that's when i'm like what the fuck is going on with you that 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 other people are so removed from your from your uh mind that you could just say something like that you know what i mean like damn you like you really gotta be fucked up to 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 be that inconsiderate 
or whatever but yeah, and it's a know. it's a part of the system like you know what i'm saying like if you're right. in the machine and you're a part of the system and you know people don't want to hear this this is why everybody has been affected from white supremacist e- white supremacy even white people have been impacted by it to an extent you know uh and that's something that black people don't want to hear and i understand that black and brown people but it's the truth everybody is impacted by it yeah uh, another example um like people will say when they see like these white women out here being mad about wearing a mask and shit and they'll be like they should be that mad about black lives matter why can't they da 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 and i'm like because they don't think about black lives matter Mm-mm. like like this is not you know one woman was fighting with the police and got tased and i and someone was like i can't even watch this as a black person because i know this what would happen if it was a black person and i say right she doesn't even think about that Mm-mm. they don't think about us you know like and there's a and, and i guess for me personally there's a freedom in that and them not thinking about us you know what i mean because i'm like yeah fuck them they don't think about us i'm not gonna think about them like right and and, and sometimes <laughs> i think some black people drive themselves up the wall thinking so much about white people and what they think and what they say and how they feel when it's not reciprocated a lot of times i'm like oh you thought i was thinking about you nigga Mm-mm, you never crossed my mind i just feel like i'm and, and this is our personal opinion obviously that all of them are it's our podcast but I, I, I i'm hesitant to assign that level of thought to them because i feel like i'm giving them power because if she really did think that then i'm giving her power by bringing up that she ain't shit and talking about it then i'm really like transferring because that's what she wanted then right she wanted right. her feminist white women to defend her and she wanted to piss black people off and ruin her own prospects for her tv show out for no reason mm-hmm. or whatever like or asian people even because it wasn't even about black people but um yeah it's like i don't know man part part of me thinks uh then i am giving her what she wanted and i don't want to be that i don't want to be in a position where i'm doing that and the biggest reason why you can tell for a lot of them uh we're afterthought is that they're never ready for the consequences and that's the thing that's the thing because if they said it and they meant it and they was willing to deal with it they were like fuck it yes i lost my i don't give a fuck but would you go oh let me clean it up let me fix you were not a thought that's that's and that's really the telltale sign for me because the ones that want to smoke really do be ready right they be like, like and Tom, tommy, I said it. yeah tommy lauren is she's never about apologizing or backing down Mm-mm. because she honestly her only job is to piss off a bunch of people that aren't white men every right. day mm-hmm. and so so y'all will never catch you can drag her she wants to be dragged mm-hmm. candace owens wants to be dragged she wants her name to trend every time you know and i think that's the the difference for me is so i i and i and you know i live in the nuance i live in the gray i assign i have to assign my labels that's why we do our zero to a hundred is because not all this shit's a hundred and a person like allison roman is uh to me is less malicious than a tommy lauren but still fucked up agreed anyway uh let's see the poll was do you want a brandy monica versus yes no or i'm not really into versus in general i would like to have it but 15 percent of people agree with you karen they would like to see brandy versus monica in the verses mm-hmm. if it you know if it's friendly and stuff like that i, I wouldn't mind that at all 38 percent say no they don't want it and 47 percent just ain't into verses in general i thought i was alone on that but shout out to us that aren't into it but aren't out here trying to ruin everybody's good time uh, right see it's possible mm-hmm uh shady dane says this episode was amazing i love listening to my podcast faves laughing and chatting up for over two hours 
it was so, so great that about 15 minutes in i ran to the kitchen made the largest fancy ass cocktail in the universe to sip on while listening i want to thank all you guys for getting together and make this rona a little less awful thank you shady mm-hmm. uh miss barn 72 says i love the versus battles i love the dj premier rizza battle as well as erica and jill anything to make staying inside a treat i'm down for it monica said oh i don't even know who is this week is this the one where they're gonna have like beanie man and the i don't i don't remember what this mm-hmm. one is mm-hmm. uh monique, it consistently changes monique says uh this is the crossover podcasting content a nigga like myself deserved <laughs> thank you to rod karen janicia and naima for the textured nuance and levity and right before all hell broke loose too well thank you thank you mm-hmm and uh yeah i don't know what hell broke loose mm-hmm. more than normal i feel like i don't know maybe maybe i've gotten used to this i feel like we're in a constant state of of turmoil and hell on twitter and facebook and shit all day so i don't even be knowing what the what the most like what the new fucked up shit is anymore it all blends together I does. oh bounty killer versus beanie man okay thank you jackie uh oh someone said jagged edge and 112 i heard of that one too okay the auntie's gonna be in the house for that one Mm -hmm. uh we had one voicemail let's see if i can play that hey rod and karen this is daz um mostly this is about uh listening to uh this too much with uh rod and bossy and uh i was trying to convince a friend of mine he believes that once you hold a position you should just keep that position, but I believe in, in, in light of if somebody gives you new information or just gives you a position and once you uh, hold it against the one that you hold currently, if it makes the one that you hold currently untenable uh, and, and inadequate, you should just do away with the position you have and adopt a new one. And uh, the position I had on Molly was untenable. I mean, I looked at y'all, I was like, yeah, that, that, that doesn't make sense. It, uh, a lot of people just go through their own uh, personal shit. They bring it to that, and they just desperately need Molly to be this unre- irredeemable villain. She's mm-hmm. she's not. And uh, on a different note, Joe Biden going on uh, Charlemagne's The Breakfast Club show. Uh, he might as well go on the Eric Andre show next. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> All right. So two things. One, thank you for listening to this too much. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, yeah absolutely man like karen kind of really gave me the clarity on it by i think it was by accident though um i i think she was trying to say something the opposite of what i got from it but this is what i got from it but she had brought up like you know at one point in time molly had even offered andrew's services to isa Mm -hmm. and like so people were using that to be like yeah so if she offer her services to isa i mean his services to isa then what she gonna just take that back and i was like but we did we heard her say no i don't feel like you know like doing this for you no more so you can't be like but you had said like that's the end of it right that's the new thing that happened chronology matters but then it reminded me we the podcast me and karen husband and wife team had been in a situation like this before Mm mm-hmm literally somebody had offered the services of their spouse to do something for us now we didn't say oh yeah we're gonna do that we didn't you know but it was like an opportunity that was there for us 
that was available to us and would have enhanced some things we were we were trying to do um and it was something we considered like well, maybe we'll see if we even need something like that or, right. or if we can do that on our own because we prefer to do things on our own i don't really like using friends for favors and shit anyway yep um but then uh we fell out with the the person who you know whose spouse this was right we fell out with this person we wasn't cool wasn't really talking or whatever and by the time uh our event came to pass it was like well i definitely know not to go around back channels and ask that person's spouse to do the same thing that they offered to do months ago when we was cool like that's an obvious thing to me that is like yeah that would not be cool and once i was able to put it in perspective into something that literally had happened to me and how i felt about it that that really helped me understand what molly's gripe was now of course the show's a little murkier than that and all that stuff but i just i i realized that not only did i understand the principle i had fucking experienced the principle and i chose not to do what isa did and i feel like if i would have done what isa did people would have rightfully looked looked down on that decision they were like what why did you do that you know what i mean like like you didn't you didn't realize that you and this person not being cool and then using their spouse for this this thing would would be an issue you know um the second thing is yeah so joe biden went on the breakfast club and uh it's funny i there's a tweet i have from a few weeks ago maybe a month or so ago that uh, i just re-upped it and said well now we know why i said this but it was like because uh, i think biden went on the Jesus and merrill show and i was like yo he should just do this and not the breakfast club mm-hmm. um like he's you know that was a good interview and put him in a positive light you get a lot of black and brown people in the audience and hey leave it at that and uh lo and behold uh after um charlemagne and 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 all of the people kind of downing him for not going on the breakfast club because of course they want that interview and they were it actually benefits them more than it benefits him right right and they were nice to like bernie i think they were nice to maybe nina turner which is also kind of like being nice to bernie but during their niceness to them they're shitting on joe biden and shit so i'm like yeah if joe biden got some savvy people around him they're gonna be like don't do that show don't do it uh because what's it what can what can you really gain from right it? how how does it benefit you as a candidate yeah like are you like you're because people go well you can reach a black audience i'm like but if you're reaching a black audience while somebody is literally roasting you and trying to make you come off as bad as possible you're not reaching them and the kind of people that don't fuck with you are just going to use the whole interview as proof and whatnot so it just seemed like a real bad decision you know and maybe because people have been stuck inside and they're not able to do campaign events and shit mm-hmm. maybe they they work down the list to like i guess we need to try this right mm-hmm. but my thing is this it's like a scorpion is gonna sting so when the scorpion asks you to help him cross the river you can't be mad when the scorpion stings you in the back halfway through that's what the fuck the scorpion does so you're the one tripping for fucking with the scorpion people trying to blame charlemagne for this shit and i'm like for what Hmm, he's just doing his job yeah that's his job yeah that's his job that's, that's literally what he do like you can't be mad at him for doing his job mm-hmm. like his job is not to be a political pundit nope. his, his job is not to do help you do campaign events his job is to make viral moments for that show and he's yeah. very good at that if not the best yes he is you know like that show 
i don't give a fuck how much people say they canceled it and what da da that shit dominates the timeline at least once every couple of months with some controversial clip controversial take numbers don't numbers don't lie downloads don't lie stream youtube views people are watching and everybody claim they don't watch niggas is lying so um they so anyway i saw the viral clip and it was like it was near the end of the interview where biden had to leave and then uh charlamagne i think asked him something like uh I can't even remember this i actually could play the clip it'd be easier to play the clip um but uh yeah it, uh, so of course it ended up a controversial soundbite um like <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, like i knew it would be you know what i mean like i like it's it's more funny to me than anything else because like nigga we knew that this is how it would happen Oh. And black people saved your political life in the primaries this year. They have things they want from you, and one of them is a black woman running mate. What, what do you say to them? What I say to them is that I'm not acknowledging anybody who is being considered, but I guarantee you there are multiple black women being considered. Multiple. Well, you know, Thanks get so the- much. That's really our time. I apologize. You can't do that to black media. I do that to white media and black media because my wife has to go on at six o'clock. Okay. Oh, uh oh, I'm in trouble. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. I would love to see. Take a look at my record, man. I extended the voting racks 25 years. I have a record that is second to none. The NAACP has endorsed me every time I've run. The world. I mean, come on. Take a look at the record. So that's the clip that was going viral. You can watch the whole interview as well um, if you're into that. Um, But yeah, uh, like I said going on there in the first place you're gonna have an interaction like that and it's gonna be taken that way like it's not it's a hostile environment essentially for the front runner hillary clinton went on there we got to talk about fucking hot sauce i've we've i've never seen anyone go on that show and then see people have viral conversations about their policies right it's not it's not what that place is for Mm -mm you know um and then the uh other part of it is um the uh we had uh what kamala harris smoke weed uh she must be lying mm-hmm. thing plus she's a cop blah 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 that type of shit it i people don't go on there unless they want you to succeed you're you're not going on there and succeed so calling during the show i don't know but the you know ghetto. you can't mute uh skype quit skype um but uh yeah so so that's kind of that's one of the things i thought was interesting about it was was just that it's not really the environment for that type of shit anyway you know and people were like the ho- whole interview was cringy i was like but that's the setup of the show that's what they do because biden has been on an interview tear even has his own podcast for the last couple months mm. and the, the no one's talking about how cringy any of the other interviews are or any of that shit because it's not designed to be that way right those on these zamero these zamero interview is fine like the host chooses how the interview will go That's you know true. so if the host wants the shit to be hostile if they want to like kind of drill you on some things try to see if they can catch you slipping they will find a way now the the 
the other part of this is and i thought this is obvious and that's why i haven't really been arguing with people about it because i think it's stupid but if you ain't if you not if you have a problem voting between him or trump you ain't black to me i was not offended by that now i do understand people being like oh the white people can't say that they're getting too comfortable yeah i don't really give a fuck because i'm not gonna ever be in a position where i defend the blackness of some fucking trump supporter it's never gonna happen nope ever i don't give a fuck who they are i think it's fucking insane to even think that that's a like i really don't have a problem if he would have said um maybe some slur or something then i might have been like what the fuck was that you know but like you know him saying it that way and as an obvious fucking joke um it didn't bother me you know like maybe he got too comfortable with the the people the black people on his campaign that probably talk like that and shit maybe that was it i don't know but it you know my thing is that it was more like if you already don't fuck with biden and want to see him like fail or whatever then of course you're gonna say see Mm -hmm. this is what i'm talking about as if bernie sanders has never said anything awkward as if kamala harris never said anything awkward as if uh elizabeth warren who i did vote for never said anything awkward it was just ridiculous even when elizabeth warren went on there he tried to hit her with that indian shit and the pocahontas shit like uh it's just not a good environment and i would urge democratic front runners to stay the fuck away from that platform if they're smart because this happens more often than the other shit you know and so that's how i looked at it i didn't you know the only people i really saw walking around talking about it how devastating this was was mostly people that didn't like biden already come on which i mean let's be honest y'all thought y'all was running around saying this man was a fucking rapist for the last two months as well you know and now that those claims have been investigated and vetted and all this type of shit this creek is on the streets like like people have been really leading first and foremost with their biases and um i said it it had to be over a year now i was not gonna get attached to not none of these motherfucking politicians this time around Mm -mm. period give a fuck how cool or not cool they were the goal is to beat trump come on now so i have not like and maybe that's helped me in a certain way yes but i haven't had any attachment to any of their mm. gaffes or any of their victories no so i'm not wasting my time arguing about i don't care whoever the candidate is got my the person i voted for didn't even win uh, uh the seat i don't give a fuck you want it cool you got my vote and the thing is man like debating the merits of the comments don't matter i saw black people and, and and you know why they had to come out and say this because I, I i shouldn't even knock them but a lot of black people that came out to give an opinion to like their social media about it it's because they give opinion on everything everything because you feel like your opinion has to be out there for every fucking thing and not only are you giving it for everything you're doing it for fucking free for free so you just giving these niggas opinions on every like a motherfucking politician fart you gotta do a twitter thread or you gotta write a facebook post or you gotta make a viral video or some shit and i'm like you can sit some of these out we knew what the fuck time it was okay bottom what goes on there and as soon as you go out i didn't even need to see the clip like i was like okay i know what this is he fucked up somehow or even if he didn't fuck up he went on there it's gonna look like a fuck up there's no positive spin you're gonna be able to put on it and you got to spend all day either telling motherfuckers like listen what he said 
maybe a white person shouldn't say that but what he said is not necessarily un- no why why who are you explaining this shit for you don't have to stand in front of the class and give an essay on this shit i'm not I've, i don't care like that shit was crazy man i like it like i said man uh only thing i the only thing it made me think of is me going months ago uh yeah he shouldn't go his ass on there and soon as soon as that happened, i just went and found my old tweet it was like retweet that's what the fuck i said already <laughs> like of course you know um and and the thing is too because some people want to attack biden they only see his part in it and go well he fucked up didn't he i'm like the nigga fuck been fucking up for whole his whole time. career he's been, he been having gaps all, all this time so i don't know why like you, at this point you're lucy you're charlie brown trying to kick lucy's football because you keep thinking one of these gaps gonna get him up out of here and i'm like all you are doing is proving the wisdom of the people that voted for biden yeah nothing's gonna stick to him the reason they voted for him is because he can't be stopped by his own fucking ineptitude because white straight men are essentially infallible in this country it's the whole fucking point of joke voting for him it's the, the whole fucking point whole point i didn't vote for him but goddamn it's pretty obvious everyone was right i was wrong elizabeth warren has to apologize for fucking anything uh through some campaign staffers quit elizabeth warren i come out here listen black people all right these women claimed they were not treated yeah, right my they, that's why they didn't like hillary because Hillary was like the, the fuck i'm apologizing for well uh that, this, there's way more to that than that but i mean yes yes I mean, i'm just saying she, she didn't was like i'm i'm, I'm sorry tour every yeah. time she does something. elizabeth warren has to apologize for everything all the time and it's just like this is the one candidate that you can vote for that just be like i ain't sorry not apologizing for shit okay that's it and if they do give that rare apology it's always like oh my god he apologized everything's back to normal he's the greatest and that's what happens you know i think he apologized for these comments and immediately all right well back to normal we're gonna vote for him it's not gonna destroy his campaign the way it destroyed kamala harris's campaign when people fucking lied and said she must not have smoked weed in college because they got the dates wrong you know it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt her the way people keep bringing up the hot sauce for hillary shit mm-hmm. like it, it none of this shit is gonna hurt him nope so that's why he fucking won anyway um i wasn't even really gonna talk about this shit so glad at least we talked about it on feedback so i don't have to bring it up with our guest yeah i'm about to say because yeah it, it really care less it's not news it is not like we just sitting at home bored but shit not really news uh karen says good morning riding karen uh my husband anthony lawson is a fan daily listener and believe he is a premium member also he wakes up and goes to sleep with your podcast plan well wednesday may 20th is his birthday oh well happy belated birthday happy belated birthday a few days off yep my bad I'll, I'll be sending these emails to the premium to the uh podcast email folder uh he's hitting one of life's milestones the big five oh hey congratulations okay mm, halfway there all right not all of us make it there come on i was wondering if you could give him a birthday shout out during the podcast on wednesday no i can't because i don't have a time machine i'm so sorry 
let him know i love him beyond words or comprehension and that he means everything to me he's a great provider wonderful father and if this world was mine he will have everything his heart desires Aww. oh that's sweet happy birthday birthday anthony love y'all so much karen thank you karen oh and uh so sorry that that this late okay? he'll hit on the feedback show three days later yeah so if he uh he'll he's probably behind here. he's probably behind anyway you mm-hmm. know he'll probably catch up next month and hear this so lauren writes in lauren in pittsburgh hi rod and karen regarding people driving crazy i definitely have noticed this i closed um my new house right at the beginning of quarantine and spent six weeks running back and forth between my old house and my new house as i cleaned did repairs and then moved my stuff over i've noticed that people are going faster uh keeping their lanes worse honking more and pushing in traffic a whole lot more when the other car rides your bumper or try to get you to go faster even if you're already doing 35 and 35 and going faster in that area is dumb i wasn't sure if i it was just me going slower because of having carloads of boxes that study sure makes it sound like it's everyone i guess the stress is getting to us on the road stay safe lauren Mm -hmm. thanks lauren just less traffic so people feel like hey fuck it uh let's see amai right saying hey rider care this is amai aka infrared crypto first i would like to thank you all again for giving us great content this week the guests have been on point also my ep ground war and sankofa uh finally came out on streaming all streaming platforms recently i would love for you and the fans to get a chance to hear it here are the links oh, okay so it's on spotify uh where would this link take me to spotify um okay oh cool i am a heart this oh wait i gotta log in what the fuck spotify oh, oh it's a new computer so you might not be logged in hold on you know, no, you know, when when you shit old, it's like I got you, I, I got your player, and it just log you in. All right, so Groundwater is uh one of them. It's got like four songs on it. like a little chime in the background and shit too mm-hmm. you know sound like a uh could be a video game level or waiting for that beat to drop um nah man it's dope dog i mean as always mm-hmm. you know i sometimes i take these uh beats and use them for our um premium shows and stuff for the uh like intro and outro music for interviews and stuff like that man mm-hmm. like you do great work um i always feel like i don't know what to, to do with these beats because you know we're not like a music podcast or mm-hmm. whatever but um yeah man i'll I'll, ch- I'll check out more um and, y- and y'all don't want mc karen rapping no you don't and then sankofa 
uh, this one has like six songs blind tom is the opening track oh, i love this i like this this sound like something on insecure with like opening credit with like Issa like walking around her apartment Yeah, this is dope. I fuck with that blind Tom. What else you got on here? Uh, Chain Gang, Persistence. Well, it's Don John. Don John. He's Don John. Don John. Hello, John. Oh, yeah, I heard this one on uh, Three Guys On. I like this one. flip that sample man nah it's like i said it's dope man i i don't really feel like we don't we can't do it adequate justice but uh, if i still rapped i probably would uh would fuck with it fam mm-hmm. Inf- infrared crypto that's mm-hmm. his name chat room yep infrared crypto um oh, i guess i could put the links in the chat if, mm-hmm. if you guys want to want to see it as well um but like sometimes i know when i'm like by myself i'll i listen to like um mm-hmm, and i listen to instrumentals and stuff like that sometimes when i cook do stuff like that mm-hmm, and uh for those of you listening uh go check them out yep so all right um but yeah thanks dog mm-hmm. he says additionally if anyone wanted my instagram name is at infrared underscore crypto crypto spell k-r-y-p-t-o uh as always i thoroughly enjoyed the show thanks thank you amat d writes in um hey it's your girl danielle d aka danielle cc who uh could only leave one five-star review itunes is whack.com so so no so not sure if you guys received my last post but i started watching the walking dead because of your recap from the beginning and lord carol's interview when she first came to alexandria hashtag serial killer vibe child i was scared <laughs> come on uh now i'm up to season nine and judith is a whole gangster in these streets that's a bad bitch you were flying you? baby <laughs> uh judith is a whole gangster in these streets that's a bad bitch rosita is with gabe question mark that's an odd match and prego with sadiq baby okay girl he fine i knew somebody was gonna smash him to smith the rings i said that from come the on, second he was too single 
okay and when eugene came through with the plant and also professed his love for her that guy is a whole extraordinary fool the kingdom living in the bubble with this fair shaking my head like the whispers not out here being entire psychos anywho thank you for continuous content much needed in the hashtag rona oh p.s that lola uh i mentioned in my five star is a clitoris vibrator your girl still lonely in the rona stay safe oh that's what the lola is okay i didn't know me either okay i just know like rabbit uh obviously the hitachi mm-hmm. everybody know the hitachi um didn't know the lola that's a new one they got some new technology out there the game's yeah. always changing you gotta stay abreast lola on the lolo apparently uh and our girl miss barnes says good morning rod and karen i have to say that i'm enjoying the facebook cooking show segments oh thank you oh yeah i guess uh unless you're premium or whatever you you might not know but on my facebook live you know um at least lately a couple times a week i've been going live whenever i cook my hello fresh meals and stuff and uh just kind of let the you know play some music and uh i guess uh one of them i played uh some copyrighted music that was too i guess too popular because they was like we taking this one down we're gonna mute it but uh but for some reason didn't do that to little brother and justice for all which is one of my favorite albums anyway so yeah and it and it's probably how it runs like if you probably talk over it or you too busy talking like it don't pick it up but if you probably well, i don't be talking play. that much though i don't i just think it did it because the other songs was popular oh. it was outcast and drake and all this shit yeah algorithms run yeah yeah i think it's an algorithm so anyway um yeah uh so i've been going live with that and uh i got like a little tripod in my phone and you know cook and talk to the chat a little bit let them uh see you know how i get down in the chef uh in the uh, in the um kitchen i mean yeah we i think the first one we did on instagram but instagram does a terrible job at like lay at like the landscape like the way the camera is it makes you go up and down versus side to side yeah so uh, i tried instagram live it was not the business and i couldn't even read the comments because they come in sideways and shit it's just it's just not good and my tripod doesn't really work with my phone if if i put my phone like vertical it works better when it's sideways so uh so yeah facebook live is where that's at and uh yeah i saw a lot of people was enjoying it it was not Mm -hmm. something i really necessarily knew how people would feel about it uh you know i don't know what everybody uses their live for but i see like people you know go live for all kinds of stuff and very interactive stuff this is not that interactive because it's just me cooking and talking a little bit to the camera it's but, just relaxing just to watch you cook I, I know that might sound weird because i you know I'm, you're not the first yeah a lot of people said that mm-hmm. it's, it's just really because you see so much go up and down your timeline all the time and just to, just just to see you there and enjoying what you're doing and talking about the ingredients and all that stuff yep uh someone who lives for cooking shows on pbs on sundays the food network i can say that without a doubt love your cooking segments and learn something new every day for example i had no idea that there were automated salt and pepper grinders or that i need a rick and morty apron well karen got me that karen i guess uh saw that i was cooking on live and she got me a few like a she got a garbage bag that goes in the front of the oven mm-hmm uh she got me a cup uh yeah. cooking scraper utensil mm-hmm. thing yeah because our minds kind of tick differently so i just started thinking of things 
you know that you were doing i was like, okay we can enhance this we can do this so i just been kind of doing little things in the background yeah i wasn't really trying to do or be fancy or anything so to oh, me, i know you know it was, I, i'm fine either way like i it's not like i'm making a cooking show mm-hmm. but uh yes yeah, you know it's been fun uh and that wardrobe malfunction malfunction can be overlooked yeah the apron fell off the other day but you know i had clothes on underneath and stuff um hello fresh needs to sponsor you and yes lemon zest will wake up a dish i wish hello fresh would sponsor us i've tried before it's hard we looking y'all yeah i've tried i don't they be it's funny because like every once in a while they'll interact with something i put on twitter or something mm-hmm. and share it and i'll be like my nigga like holler at me but anyway uh hey love you guys and please continue to stay safe out there in these rona streets miss barnes 72 thank you thank you and we shall okay we're gonna be safe as we can be mm-hmm. um all right i think that's all the the feedback that we got oh, um for this week so uh thank you everybody that took the time out to give us some feedback thank you um and all the people that uh you know that fuck with us and stuff like that we appreciate mm-hmm. that you know you definitely you know could be messing with anybody but you chose us so right. thank you um we'll be back tomorrow i think eleven thirty is when we're getting started and okay. uh, we'll have uh nick and reggie from what's the tea yay and then uh can't four- talk to them in a while live i know and then four thirty on uh monday memorial day is when we're gonna have our girl ray signing on if That'd everything works fun. out and then uh tuesday and wednesday we don't have any guests but you know we'll be around so until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.